Welcome back to the Man Street Podcast. I am your host, Reggie Milligan. This podcast is all about helping you cook better. Throw it on when you're commuting, throw it on when you're cleaning, throw it on when you're on the go. Audio, we picked this format because sitting down and reading books takes time, cruising the internet takes time, but you can always listen while you're doing something else. So hopefully you pick up a couple tips and you're better off when you get back into the kitchen. So today we're going to do a little unscripted episode. Uh, I am going to break down how I find a great restaurant in a city. A lot of people, I run Mantry, a lot of people ask me, you know, when they're coming to New York or something, because we're based out of New York, you know, where should I eat? What's a good experience to have? Um, and I wanted to share kind of some of the nuances of how I seek out a great restaurant. Um, because it is a crazy, hairy world out there now. You have a, a lot of different review sites. It's like, do I Google best restaurants? Do I go on Yelp? Like, do I look at reviews? You know, there, there's just so much information overload that a lot of the times you can actually end up and you can you can actually end up at a pretty bad restaurant even if you tried really, really hard to find something. So, a couple things that I do. First things first. The simplest way to find a great meal in a city is to not use the internet at all. And by that, I mean, go into a butcher shop, go into a great coffee shop, go into a specialty food shop, go into anywhere where somebody really knows what they're doing and they're a local in food and ask them, where do you take people who come from out of town? It's a simple question and you don't end up getting the riffraff and all the random opinions from the internet. And there's two reasons why it works well. Obviously, you get a local insider's take from somebody that obviously knows what's going on. A great barista or a great butcher is going to know what's going on in the food scene. And two, you don't have the paradox of choice. They'll usually give you one or two choices. And you're not going to get stressed out because you're looking at 10 or 15 different options. So this is the classic butcher barista rule, which is just find somebody in the local food community. Again, anyone at a coffee shop that's a great, anyone that's at a great coffee shop, any butcher, any cheesemonger, any fishmonger, you know, chefs are a great resource. Specialty food shop owners are a great resource. Great people to ask, where do I go to get a good bite to eat in this city? And then after that, you can use what I call the waterfall technique, which is every restaurant, each restaurant that you go to and you enjoy, like if the butcher sends you to Stan's Fried Chicken down the street, you can ask them, hey, where do you go? And you create this chain of amazing dining experiences because you're kind of being sent from one person in the know to another person that's obviously in the know. And you can create this kind of waterfall. And I've done it so many times. This works incredibly well for when you're in international cities, especially like somewhere you know nothing about. Me and my friend Dave, for example, were in Tokyo. And we pretty much just use this philosophy. Everywhere we were recommended to go, we would ask the chefs or the servers or the bartender at that restaurant where to go. And it beats the internet handsomely because a lot of the times... The biggest problem with cruising the internet for dining recommendations, recommendations or travel recommendations is you usually end up getting 
the Caucasian dude who's come into Tokyo for like a weekend and then written down all the spots that he enjoyed. Like a lot of the travel bloggers, so to speak, they're not actually like locals that are in the know. They're just basically sharing what they did, which is a lot different than actually have gone going actually be in a situation where we've gone to like 200 restaurants and then you're picking one or two that you know somebody's going to love. So there's a key distinction. You know, a lot of these guides and stuff on the internet are written from afar. They're people that like maybe haven't even been to the city or they're just sharing what they did in that city. So the butcher and the barista rule, ask the locals and then use the waterfall technique. Once they send you a restaurant, ask the people at that restaurant and so on. Now, using internet resources and stuff, the second part of this, if I do have to use internet resources, I'll do one of two things. One, if I find a good resource, I will not try and stray away. For example, I live in New York City and there's a writer here, Robert Sietzma, I think is how you say his last name, but he writes for Eater. He used to write for The Village Voice. He has never failed me when it comes to great restaurants. And I mean, he literally just goes, he's the guy that like goes and finds the best borscht out in uh, Flushing, or he finds the person that's doing Muslim lamb chops, or he he, he finds the best Ecuadorian bubbling caldo of soup way up in the Bronx. Like the guy, I don't know. It's like all he does is like travel all over the city and eat crazy, funky international food. But he's an amazing resource and there's just no point in deviating from one good writer or two good writers if you find one and one that's reliable. So first thing is like rather than looking at reviews, just try and seek out like an amazing blog for that city and then stick to it. Um, and then one note on reviews is like, Sites like TripAdvisor and stuff, like, again, you're just getting people from out of town that are commenting on their experience. Most of the good, let's say, restaurants when you're in Mexico are going to be written on sites in Spanish, right? Like, chances are if you're in a non-English speaking country and you're reading a review in English, that person has no idea what they're talking about, right? Like, to find the good stuff in Russia, you better be on the Russian website. Right. And so you have to keep that in mind. And with reviews, a lot of them, I mean, it's like, when was the last time you saw a 1.2 star review, right? Everybody sort of got the 4.1, 4.3 and whatnot. But what you can do is if you go on Yelp and you find, let's say a restaurant that you really dig and you look through the reviews And there's somebody that gets really, really, really into details about the dishes that they had. And they really seem to have some good food knowledge. Actually click on their profile. And a lot of the times it will show you all the other places they've reviewed. And this is another example. It's like maybe they're not a food blogger, but there's somebody who obviously cares a lot about food. They're seeking out the most interesting meals in the city. And actually using people's Yelp profiles is pretty effective for finding great food. And lastly, I think, honestly, if you have no clue what you're going to do in a city, Bourdain and where he goes, he usually does a pretty darn good job of seeking out the local establishments. 
And so a good default is just to look up and you can Google like over the course of his three shows, um, chef's tour or sorry, a cook's tour, parts unknown, no reservations. You can always find the places that he used to go. And he's a really good, simple way to kind of filter out a lot of places in a city. Some of them might even be like quite old because obviously he shot some of his episodes, you know, five, 10, 15 years ago now, but they're always going to be pretty rock solid. And that's where, again, you can use that waterfall technique. Once you go there, once you're in Portugal and you're at the place that serves octopus rice, you can say, hey, which port, port wine, which, which winery should I go to if I want to try some great port that's like a local joint you know that isn't going to be full of tourists so again that waterfall technique is crucial so I hope that wasn't sort of a rambling mess and you were able to pull out a couple good tips for it but finding great meals in a city is a bit of an art and a lot of the times the internet is your enemy so stick to talking to individual people Find good resources and don't deviate from them. And if all else fails, start somewhere with like a TV expert like Bourdain. He does a good enough job. That'll get you started in that city. But the key to all of this is you can't go in with like a set itinerary of like, I want to go to these 10 spots and I need to go. It's better to just start with the amazing coffee shop and that sends you to this great ramen joint. And then from the ramen joint, they recommend this incredible place to get sake. And then from the sake joint, they're like, hey, this is where I go to get a cheeseburger at two in the morning. And you go there. And then that person says, this is such a cool craft cidery. And then, you know, and you just have such a more enjoyable trip because you're bouncing around like a Plinko chip. And it's more fun. It's more exciting. You don't know what's around every corner. So a couple tips. Thanks for taking that all in. I am Reggie, co-founder at Mantry. We hope you get out there and get cooking and get eaten. Thank you.